If I was Latin, huh, guys? What if I was superstar Latin, sexy film director? Hmm? Would that make me more appealing? I don't know. Probably not. Nah, I would. <laughs> anyway, what's up? How's it going? How's your week? Ooh, ooh. Um. Full disclosure, I'm recording this in advance, so, yeah, um, I don't know what happened this week, I guess I'll find out on Friday what happened this week, but, yeah, right now it's the weekend before, it's the weekend before this comes out, I just want you to know, I just want you guys to be fully aware, I don't want to lie to anybody, I'm just, uh, Pre-recording this because there's a possibility that over the weekend I might be too busy and or I might be lending out my recording equipment to uh, a friend who's filming a short film. And because the recording equipment that I use is the same recording equipment that I use when um, I shoot films. What I meant to say was because this recording equipment that I use to podcast is what I use to record films. So, yeah, I just want to cover all bases and make sure that uh, I don't have to be behind again. So, I'm pre-recording, which I think is, oops, I think is okay. I don't think there's a problem with that, you know? So, yeah! So, since I last recorded, which was yesterday, <laughs> I think I've come down with a cold. And I'm really not uh, happy about it because I was just sick for a month. I still have this dang cough that won't go away. And I think this week I need to go see a doctor because some, you know... It's not like a terrible cough, but I just want to make sure that all is bueno and that it's nothing more than just like residual cough, if that's even a thing. I'm no uh, botanist, so I don't know how the human body really works. So I should probably go and make sure that my lungs are not fucked. Um... But my sinuses are out of whack. And it just bugs me. I, there's nothing more unfun than being sick. Especially congestion that just, uh, just mashes up the brain. It's the worst. I don't know what happened. But uh, last night, pretty much after I recorded... Um, me and my buddy Dalton, who, um, I mean, you guys, if you listened to last week, uh, uh, we were going to a comedy show at the Laugh Factory, which we did go. We wound up going, and it was awesome. I pulled a couple power moves, I felt like, uh, 
we got there pretty early, not not terribly early, but we waited in the line and some uh, woman who worked for the the comedy uh, or for the laughter came up and was like, uh, are you on the guest list? Do you have tickets? I'm like, uh, we're on, or she's like, are you general or whatever? Ticket? I'm like, we're on the guest list. And they're like, oh, do you know if you're VIP? And we're VIP. And uh, we went in and she was like, ah. And I'm like, yeah, we are. And my buddy was like, what? And so we just walked in, got my tickets, walked inside. Boom, power play. At least it felt like it. But it was it was a fun time. Uh, I laughed incredibly hard. Dalton's never been to the comedy or to the Laugh Factory, so it was... It was cool because it's he's gone to the comedy store before, and sometimes it's a different lineup, and you know you get different people and whatever. Um, but yeah, we had an awesome time, uh, and the the lineup was was amazing. Uh, Brian Callen was the headliner, and and uh, oh my god, I was almost in tears. And then I got to meet him afterwards. I just sort of bumped into him on the way out, and. It's the nicest dude ever. I didn't talk to him for very long, but I just I just told him because I listened to his podcast with Brendan Schaub, Fighter and the Kid, that I was like, oh, you know, like, you were so great tonight, and I love what you do with Fighter the Kid. Keep it up. Blah, blah, blah. And people, like, started actually, like, like, trying to, like, get in there, take pictures with him, and I hate, like, bothering people. Like, I, I know, I'm, I'm never that guy that goes, like, can I take a picture with you, please? And I'm like, because I always think, like, if I was in that position, I, I wouldn't want to be bothered, you know. And you know, What's the point of uh, of the picture other than trying to get validation or likes from from people that you've never talked to on social media before? Like, I don't care. Like, I met the guy. I know I met the guy. I don't need everyone to know. So, whatever, you know. I, I, I don't care. I mean, I just... He's the nicest dude ever, but, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway, after the comedy show, we, uh, Dalton and I came back to my, my apartment and, um, we started talking about comedy. Like, uh, it, it came up in the car that I, I was like, I've always wanted to try comedy. And he's like, dude, me too. I always wanted to try comedy. And I was like, I have a shitload of jokes that I've been writing. And he's like, dude, me too. And so we started like going back and forth with the jokes we wrote and um, we came back here and just started fucking around with, with certain jokes and we developed some more jokes and uh, it was, it turned into a, just a fun night and we, we decided that we're going to put together like a five minute set or something and, and um, both find an open mic. We're, we're going to do it together. We'll not, not be on stage together, but we're going to do this comedy thing together. We're going to try it. I said I just at least want to do it one time in my life, even if I bomb. I just want to – I've always because I've always wanted to get up on stage and tell jokes um, at least once. I think it would be the coolest thing. And so, I mean, why not? What's stopping me? Nothing is stopping me from doing it. So why not take the jokes I have, kind of craft them a little bit better, turn them into a, a fluid story so that everything is cohesive. And then find an open mic. And then, you know, if I bomb, I bomb. If I 
do well, I do well. And if I like the experience, maybe I'll do more. You know, who who knows what can come of me doing comedy? Who knows if that's going to be like, going to be the way I am successful in the in the film business? You know, like there's so many opportunities. Who knows if I become a very successful comedian just based on one thing? I'm like, I just want to try it once. You know, the the possibilities of anything are are endless. So I think, you know, you should face your fears. Like remember a couple months ago I got on stage and I'll be I'll, I'll be at a small stage, but I got up there in front of like 50 people, 50 people and played guitar. I'd never done that. And now I want to do it more because it was so fucking awesome. But it was a huge fear that I've always had my whole life. Ever since I picked up a guitar, I'm like, I want to play in front of people, but I'm so scared. And when I did it, all of that just went out the window. There was no more fear. As soon as I was on there playing, like, what am I going to do? Not play in front of people? Like, that's going to make me look worse. So... It's the same thing with, with comedy. Why not do it? It's something I've wanted to, to do. The last thing I want is in 40 years from now to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I should have done, done one open mic, you know, or whatever, however long. I just don't want to regret not doing it. It's such an easy thing just to, to try to do. And like, who cares if you bomb? Like, it happens all the time to people. Whether you pick up, you know, pick yourself back up and get out there is, is a different thing. So, you know, yeah, that's one thing I'm going to, that's another goal I'm going to try this year is to do at least one open mic. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But, you know, I wrote a couple more jokes last night and now it's just a matter of crafting them. And Dalton and I decided to, you know, maybe once a week or something, we'll, after he gets, gets off work, he'll cruise on over here and we'll have like a little riff session. We'll just kind of help each other craft our jokes and see if we can't be a couple of funny guys. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's exciting. And I'm, I'm glad that I found a friend that is on the same exact page with that because um, Justin likes comedy. We've talked about like trying it once, but I think, I don't know how serious he is about it. I don't want to put words in his mouth or say things about him that I don't know if are 100%. But I could see myself doing this more seriously with Dalton because like of the drive that we both have and I we didn't know about this about each other until last night. So, we're we're going to try it and uh you'll you'll definitely know about it. Uh, either when I do it or before I do it, or I mean, before I do it or after I do it. So, uh, yeah, I'm ex I'm excited. I'm excited because it's just something new to experience. And, uh, why wouldn't you try that? Ah, that's awesome. Shit. I had a topic I wanted to talk about, but it disappeared. Oh, Okay, yeah, so this, I, I actually remember it. And it, this kind of plays into just doing the comedy, like saying that you want to do something and then actually going and doing it. Um, so the, the topic of today, ba, 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 the topic of the day. What if I had a jingle? I need, 
I need like more equipment. I need like a little tiny studio room with like an actual recorder that's specifically for podcasting and I can like plug shit in like a soundboard and we can do stuff that's cool. But today's topic is opportunity won't come to you. You have to make your own opportunities, basically. That's the topic. You have to make your own opportunities. Opportunities won't come to you. They're not going to um, just appear. Unless you're extremely lucky, no one's going to tap you on the shoulder and say, Hey, man. You want to do this thing that you always wanted to do? Like, that doesn't really happen. And if it does happen that way, it's probably because you know someone and they know what you want to do and they have the connection. They're like, hey, here's this guy. He wants you to do this thing for him. But the likelihood of that happening versus like you trying to come up with a project and and then push it, push for it to... to, to fruition and, and for it to become real is is completely different than someone saying I heard once you had this project do you want to do it so you know for instance with this movie I've been writing it's not going to happen unless I write it and then plan for it and then like carry it out and then someone sees it and that's how the opportunity comes right someone wants to they see the script and they go, oh, this is awesome. We'd love to put money into it. That's the opportunity. That's someone saying, we have faith. Here's the money. There's your opportunity. Boom. Here you go. And then who knows what will happen after you do that one project. After that one project, they could be like, we really loved it. What do you got next? And you're like, well, I got this. And then there's another opportunity. So until you, you have to like create your own avenues, right? So if you want to be a writer, you got to write your own book and then push it out there to publishers and and have them see it. And they're like, we really like this. And then they publish your book and you become, you you, you know, your book is on a New York Times bestseller list. But that won't happen unless you write that book. No one's going to come to you and say, we need you to write a book for us. You have to do it yourself. Everything like... You just got to make your own path. You you know, if if uh, it's snowing and you got to get to your car, you, you got to shovel your own. You, I mean, unless you, it's not a good analogy, I, but I mean, like, unless you pay for it to be done, I mean, you got to shovel your own driveway, right? So, I don't know. Fuck. It's just creating your own opportunities is something that like uh, I, I pretty, I, I firmly believe in because you're not relying on anyone else to like give you the path or to give you the money, give you whatever, because at the end of the day, no one's going to be able to get you to where you're going other than yourself. Even if you have a connection, even if you know someone that can can help you get there, you still have to put in the work to even get there, right? So you could get that job, but that doesn't mean you can sit back and let things happen. You still have to put the work in. You still have to you still have to write that script. You still have to draw that book. You, 
you know, you, you still have to paint that picture. No one's going to do those things for you. So why not be ahead of it? Do all the things that you want to do. Like if you want to draw a comic book, why not draw the first issue or the first book of the series or whatever, and then present it to a publishing company. And they're like, this is great. Let's, let's purchase a couple more, you know, let's, let's, we'll pay you to keep doing the series and we'll give you some other people. That's your opportunity to complete the series, to get more funding, to get some people to help you so that you're not doing, it doesn't take you a year to do everything, you know, a year to create one book. You have people that can help you. So the, the, the more effort you put up front to your goals, the easier your goals will be become to achieve. You know, like, I, I think the easiest is, is the comic book thing because it's, it's something I wanted to do. Growing up, I always thought I would be a comic book artist. I, I wanted to be an artist for Marvel or DC so bad. Like, I wanted nothing more in life than than to the or or to be a self-publishing comic book artist like either stuff for image or even like uh shonen jump which i'm pretty sure most americans or uh non-japanese people don't really get opportunities for but I, i wanted so badly to be a comic book artist and i spent over i spent pretty much the course of my four year high school Career. I don't know why people call high school a career, but I guess that's the stupid terms. But I spent at least three solid years during high school writing and drawing and inking and coloring and lettering this comic book. It literally took me, I don't remember if I started it freshman year. I probably did. I'm pretty sure I did. So... Let's just say it's, it took all four years because I'm pretty sure. To, and I'm not even done. Like, so <laughs> I drew it and then I actually would ink it. So I like, oh, let me back up. So I would write it and I, I, the it was going to be something different. And then the papers, <laughs> I'm remembering all this now. The, the comic book I originally was going to do. I had like storyboarded out on papers and I would put them in my pocket every day and I would draw in class because that's what I did. And I would add to this, you know, I would story, instead of writing, I would basically storyboard and just draw little sketches each panel. And that would be the story like just, and then I would kind of figure out the dialogue later or I, or I would have a separate sheet where I would write what was happening. And since I kept the, that paper in my pocket because I'm like, well, I'll just keep it in my pocket in every class. I'll pull it out. One day, I forgot the papers were in my pocket, put the pants in the laundry basket, and the storyboards were destroyed. And I completely forgot because I had gotten so far that I forgot what the storyboards were. I forgot what the story turned into. So I came up with something different and I would write, like I would do like a couple pages and then I would draw it. And if you guys are starting, if anyone is trying to become a comic book artist, do not do it this way. Plan your story 
or at least have an idea of where it's going. Okay? <laughs> Learn from my mistake. Like, okay, so you can have a, like, if, if anyone is, is really big into anime or manga, you know, you can have a story like One Piece or like Naruto, right? Um, where these characters have these big goals that they're trying to achieve. And like you, maybe, you know, like, okay, so they're going to reach that goal in the end, but everything else is free for all. Like no matter, like anything can happen, you know? So you just, at least if you know the start, you know who the character is and you know what the end is and you know how they're going to achieve that. Then the middle part is like, whatever, because it's much easier to go from a to Z then from A to B, B to C, you know, because then you're like, okay, well, how do these all connect? And because the way I was doing it, I would write like two or three pages. I would get in like a zone. I would write like a couple pages and then I would draw them. And by the time I got to the middle or close to the end, I'm like, wait a minute. This one character that I had set up in the beginning hasn't even shown up yet and we're already 70 pages in and I'm trying to get to like a hundred that doesn't really work does it so like then I had to put the character in and it just seemed a little it, it became more of like a deus ex machina type thing where we're like Okay, this character was supposed to kind of be a bigger part of the story, but then he turned into like be like the wizard that granted all the powers type thing. And then I'm like, uh, and it just wasn't like as as a first big project because that's the I've done like dumb little comics in the past, but as a first big attempt at a comic book, like a hundred and you know a hundred hundred and eighty whatever it wound up being. As an attempt, it was awesome of me, and it was a great learning experience because I now know not never to do that. I mean, as I've gone through writing classes and things, I've I've learned the proper ways to write. But at the time, I thought like, what what's wrong with that? And everything is wrong with it because it turned out to be a disaster. So I would I I I would write a few pages, draw them, and I would also ink them, and then I would write by hand very as neatly as I could the dialogue and depending on like if there was like a character who spoke with with a posh he spoke with posh accents and delivered his his monologues with great vibrato and was evil or something I would uh I would change up how I would write those letters like they would have like fancy twirls at the end of the letters or, or whatnot. And so I, I did it by hand. And then if maybe like, a, I, I very rarely colored, but I would do all every um, chapter page, like every chapter um, image I would do. I would either, I would put color or I would do gray tones with markers. So there were color there was color there, but uh, the pages itself didn't have color. And then as when I finished the book, I wanted to put it online because I didn't know how to 
distribute the book. I was like, I, I was too young to like try to find a publisher uh, or to self-publish it. There was a lot of money behind it that as a 15, 16, you know, all the way up to 18, like that I probably c- couldn't have done alone. So I was like, I'll just put it online. Everyone seems to be putting comics online. You know, what's, why not? I can get some recognition that way maybe. And so I would scan them in. I would do, oh, and, and sometimes I would use these sheets. Um, they're like stickers and you would cut out sections and lay them over your, your image and you would then scratch, like cut out the parts you didn't want and they would put like tones like grays or like different um like if you needed like shimmers or or like you wanted like a strange like grungy pattern on like on someone's uh, clothing or the buildings or whatever or you just wanted like there to be some darkness uh you know i i would do that and then i would scan them in and then i would clean up the black ink I would make it darker I would fix the letters I would actually type them out in in font and then I would find fonts that fit for the posh character dialogue and I would put gray tones in and I would like actually elaborate those gray tones a little bit more I'd fix up some of the ones that I had already put in and then I would export you know it, it turned into this process that took like the actual physical drawings like of and the handwritten and the hand everything that was hand drawn took all four years of college and then or i mean high school and then everything after that like the gray talents and the typing took longer and i I still haven't finished it it just turned i i kind of like by the time i was doing that it uh i was kind of over it i'm like this the the amount of effort i'm putting into this just isn't worth what it is because the book just makes like from a literary standpoint it doesn't make any sense but from a learning experience it was fantastic so it's it's technically done but like if I was trying to get it published it's not done because everything is still like hand written and uh, blacks aren't as black as they should be the inks but my point to my whole point to that is that I created my own opportunity to come up with a to make a comic. No one came to me and said, "Hey, make the draw this comic for us or come up with a story." I had an idea, and then I just did it. I I wrote a hundred and fifty. I don't know remember how many pages. Hundred. Let's just say it's one hundred fifty because it was past hundred. I wrote a hundred page, hundred fifty page comic book, and I drew it, and I I did everything. It took four fucking years to do it but I did it and that's what I'm trying to say is that if there's something you want to do just do it just go for it write your novel write your screenplay draw your comic direct your movie sing that song on stage do your stand-up you know go be a doctor whatever just just, you know, you just have to do it. Create that opportunity for yourself. No, no one's going to come to you to do it. And that's one of the things I learned being here for over a year now in LA is that just because I'm here, just because I know the people I know doesn't mean that 
they're going to just say, oh, you're a director? Awesome. Come direct this $5 million movie for us. No. No one knows who I am. Aside from the friends that I have. So, until I'm established, until I can, someone can say, hey, we need you, or we would like you to come do this $100 million movie for us. I have to do my own things, right? I have to become established in my own right. And so that's not going to happen unless I make my own movies. And it's hard. It's difficult. It's a lot of work. But that's really the only way. What am I going to do? Work as a PA? And, and then maybe... I'll work my way up to becoming a director. Like, I, maybe, I don't know. That might be a way to do it. But, you know, there's obviously a reason why I haven't gotten PA jobs. There's obviously a reason why I'm still at the job that I'm at. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know, I mean, you could say, well, you haven't tried to get a new job. You haven't tried to get a PA job, but, Sure. But, you know, now I'm on this Costa Rica movie. I'm producing it. That's a huge opportunity. Justin uh, had a, an amazing meeting this morning with the, one of the uh, potential investors. And it looks extremely optimistic. So who knows what will happen once we get this movie done. And because we have our LLC... The one of the investors, he even brought it up to the investor, and he said, "There's there's potential there too for for future projects." So the opportunity is already, you know, we we made the opportunity for ourselves, and we presented it to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, let's let's talk." There's probably you know we could probably work something out, and and that's that's with anything, but you see what I'm saying? Like things wouldn't arise if we if we just sat around and watched tv all day it just doesn't work like that so the more optimistic you can be with yourself about getting something done about doing what you love to do then the more chance the more likelihood that you'll actually achieve that dream achieve that goal of getting to where you want to go and that's what i'm trying to say is is that by pushing yourself, you can get to the top. You know, look at it as a mountain. You you get to the, you, you start, you get out of your car and you stretch a little bit and you look up and you're like, fuck, that's a tall mountain. But you're not, no one else is going to get you to the top of that mountain. You got to, your legs have to get you up there. So if you don't push yourself to climb and keep climbing and even when you're tired and uh, you're running out of water and everything kind of looks bleak, if you don't keep going, no, no one's going to stand behind you and push you or pick you up and carry you. You got to do it. No matter no matter who's with you, no matter who your friends are, who your family are, they, they might encourage you. They might encourage you to keep going and don't give up. But at the end of the day, no one else can get you anywhere aside from you. Everything you do is because of you and, and the amount of energy you put behind it. So whatever you're doing, stick through it. Start it. Just don't give up. 
please don't give up on, on your dreams. Don't give up on your goals. At least, at least try it. Step up to the plate and take a swing. And if you strike out, you tried your hardest. Just, just try your hardest and that's all that counts. Because at the, at the end of your life, you don't want to say, I wish I tried. I wish I tried a little harder. I wish I would have done it. I wish I would have started that book. I should have started that book. You know, I should have. Fuck. You don't want that. That's that's my and that's my biggest motivator. I don't want that. I don't want to sit and regret. So. If you do it, keep going. And I wish you the best of luck in 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 your journeys because you deserve it you know don't don't let anyone tell you you can't do it if someone's telling you you can't do what you what you dream you dream of doing then fuck them because they're jealous of your dreams they're jealous that you have dreams they're they're jealous that they didn't have the drive to carry out their dreams or maybe their dreams got pushed aside because you know someone told them that they shouldn't do it and that you know it might not be lucrative fuck it just do it and if it doesn't work out you tried it you know so push the negativity aside climb that fucking mountain plant your flag at the top of that mountain and have fun don't let it become a stressful thing take your time with it but but do it do whatever it is you want to do and that's it guys you know, you just got to go for it. The The opportunity isn't going to come to you. You got to make it yourself. Bottom line, you got to make it yourself. No one's going to make anything for you. So thanks for joining me today. Uh, I hope this was insightful for you. It's something that I think about every day. And it's what honestly what keeps me going. And I hope I hope these words help you get going, keep going or or uh, stay going. <laughs> but thank you for listening to today. I appreciate it. We are officially caught up on on episodes. So next week there you just be just remember there'll only be one um, on Friday with whether it's with a guest or it's with me. But we will be caught up. We are caught up. Um, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Twitter, or. <laughs> Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify, uh, Anchor, CastBox, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find this one, and I'm sure that's where you're listening to it. Please share it with friends and family, especially if you found anything that I said interesting or insightful um, or or that you think that a friend might need to hear. So send it their way. Leave comments. You know, start a conversation with me. I'm... Happy to reply if anyone needs a little bit more encouragement. I I'm definitely definitely can help. So don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram at Harrison Burger. Twitter, Harrison C. Burger. And have a lovely weekend, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I love each and every, I love each and every one of you. Keep up the hard work on your goals and dreams. And uh, let's... 
let's accomplish and conquer the world together. Cut.